Hey guys, welcome to Admit 3, where we discuss all things movies, media, and television. I'm Laura. I'm Kurt. I'm Rob. Thanks for tuning in. Today's episode is about the mystery thriller film Missing, which released Friday, January 20th, 2023. The film stars Storm Reed, Nia Long, and Ken Leong, and it follows the teenage girl who is trying to find her mother after she goes missing while on vacation with her new boyfriend. An anthology sequel to 2018's surprise hit Searching, Missing follows the same screen life template as that film, which means the events of the movie all take place on a computer, tablet, or phone screen. The story was developed by Sev Ohanian and Anish Chaganti, who directed Searching, and it was helmed by first-time directors Nick Johnson and Will Merrick. Kurt, you're the only one here who has seen Searching. Is Missing a worthy follow-up? Uh... No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfortunately. Uh, before I jump into my thoughts, I think it's important to note that there, the only connective tissue that Missing shares with Searching is the screen life format, and that the central mystery is about somebody who's missing and they're trying to find them. There's nothing that you guys were missing. Um, <laughs> uh, as for how it compares to the first film, I really was a big fan of Searching uh, a few years ago when it came out, uh, but my feelings on this one are lukewarm at best. I wasn't very invested in the story. The format, the screen life format kind of graded my nerves a little bit. Mm. And I'm not sure if that's a case of it being so similar to Searching that it just felt like the gimmick being overused, or if I'm just so burnt out on screens all the time <laughs> that it fried my brain to watch, or to th that was about a father at the center of it, and this is it's a teenager using the internet the whole movie. Yeah. So maybe that had something to do with it. Uh, maybe if I went back and watched Searching now, I would feel the same way I do about Missing. Maybe it's just a one and done sort of thing that I can handle, but I do remember being way more invested in that film and how it turned out than I was with Missing. Rob, you were a big fan of this one, right? <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty much a shining beacon of how not to make an interesting film. <laughs> um, obviously, I'm, I'm just joking around. Um, I don't like to down talk um, you know, productions because obviously there's a lot of effort that went to this. Uh, actors, you know, risking their reputation and trying to give their best performances. A lot of money that goes into it. Ultimately, I can say I don't think the movie was for me. I think maybe the younger crowd it would appeal to more. And like you were kind of saying, the whole like the whole movie is basically like shot from a webcam or like a camcorder type yeah. deal. Mm -hmm. And it, if they did a couple of scenes like that, it would have been very cool. But the whole movie being shot like that, it just drained me so much. It was just so... <laughs> pains to it was it was a slog to get through it in my opinion laura how'd you feel um i definitely agree i was like really hoping right before the movie i was like we're gonna go into this and it's gonna be a surprise we're all gonna love it because based on the previews i feel like eh, it's gonna be just like okay i'm like no there's gonna be like some crazy shocker thing that happens and it's gonna be like so redeemable but um that didn't happen <laughs> um <laughs> I definitely feel like it was too much on like the always being on like a phone screen or like yeah. the it just 
I don't know, infuriating, I guess. <laughs> I'm just like, I, I'd rather just like see it all playing out yeah. instead of like looking at someone looking at a screen. Mm -hmm. It was very strange. Like I said, it in searching that worked for me. Uh, so I was sort of looking forward to this film a little bit. Not not like I was dying to see it or anything, but I was pleasantly surprised by searching. So I thought maybe I'd be, you know, surprised again by this one. And just wasn't the case, unfortunately. Watching this makes me not ever want to watch searching. <laughs> I know that you're like a big no. fan of searching. And then you said, well, I wouldn't say you're a fan, but you like searching. Well, I was, a fan. Um, I was definitely a fan. But honestly. watching this, I... I don't think I ever want to watch it. Uh, after <laughs> watching this with you guys and hearing your, you know, knee-jerk reactions, I was like, okay, I'm just never going to have them watch Searching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I, at first, I was like, oh, maybe I should have watched Searching first so I could compare. Mm -hmm. But now that this, like, to me, I wasn't a fan of this movie. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, if it's anything like searching, I don't think it's, I would like searching. It's either. like a worse version of searching. <laughs> if it's the if it's the screen life format that you really didn't like and didn't take to throughout the movie, searching's not going to do anything different from you. Yeah, I don't know. For, I feel for like, you. again, not trying to dismiss anyone's hard work that went into the film, but like, I think I could make <laughs> like I could have filmed it. <laughs> I don't think it's. I don't think it's a poorly made film. I just think it wasn't. The vision. It wasn't for wasn't me. Yet. I guess is. Yeah, we weren't. We weren't the target audience. I. I don't think so. Um. I do have to say, for this film, I did not see it coming. Who the antagonist was? <laughs> not at all. What about uh, you guys? Did you like in the back of your mind? Did you think? who it was going to be or oh the the twist about how yeah. like the main bad guy the main antagonist was the father the whole time that we all thought was dead <laughs> um, <laughs> shocker um i feel like with the information that they provided there was really no way to assume that and i'm sure that's what they were really going yeah. for they want to be like oh my god type of moment when he he's standing at the door, ringing the doorbell, and he brings his hood down, yeah. and she she's has like, a very oh. she has like, a very like what? unsurprised look <laughs> on her face. Like if you saw your dead dad after like twelve years, but you'd be you wouldn't just be like, oh wow, that's yeah. weird. Maybe like, she yeah. was just like in shock, like it was she didn't even comprehend it at the at the time. Um, <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> I also have to say, there's this one point in the film where um, she calls this phone number, and it goes to like some landline and she's talking to this guy on the phone she's like oh what was so and so doing here and it's it is her father who she's talking to she yeah. just doesn't know it yet mm -hmm. but like i feel like she had just watched that video of like her their last family vacation wouldn't she have noticed the similarities in the voice like uh, there was no recognition there I, at all. i think you have a point but i also if you think like your dad's dead maybe you wouldn't I know, but Even like, what are the chances similar, that they sound exactly the same? I don't, I don't know. I guess people can sound different over the phone, and you know, she lost her father a decade ago, so maybe her memory wasn't the best. But this also brings up another question for me. Well, clearly, her father isn't dead. So, like, did they have a funeral? Like, is 
does he have a gravestone like they would visit every year like how did she know definitely that her father was dead obviously like you would assume your mother wouldn't lie about that but yeah, yeah i think that's how was there like but i'm saying when if your parent dies you're gonna have a funeral and she was old enough to realize like if there was a funeral or mm. not so like i need more info my third <laughs> Many got logic through this film. Questions they didn't want us to ask. Yeah. Like, how did this 18 year old girl find out things at the FBI <laughs> and international affairs? <laughs> yeah. We after the movie, we we actually had like a little bit of a, a debate about whether or not um, the father would immediately be implicated in something like this. Given that obviously the government, the U.S. government, knows that this man isn't dead, not like you know the main character in the movie he would immediately be subject or I'm sorry, suspect number one. And he'd be the first person that they would bring into an inter interrogation. It's always the ex-husband or the ex-boyfriend or whatever. That's the first suspect. Also knowing their, her mom's best friend, Heather, which is actually their, um, like lawyer their, or some kind like of counselor or whatever. Counselor. Or yes. Like that. For the, um, witness protection. She obviously knows that, they were trying to get away from this man and that he was actually still alive. Well, she so... was being blackmailed. They did show that in the movie. She, she they had, I like... know, but wouldn't you think they would, she would say something to the FBI? Well, in the blackmail pictures, it specifically says, say something and she dies. So they were threatening. The whole point was for her, like for him to get to his daughter. So he's not going to kill her. Right. But this, this guy is clearly a mentally unwell individual. I don't think you want to take any chances with that. And just... <laughs> well, she died anyway. So... <laughs> she could have at least helped a bitch out then. <laughs> yeah, I, I think there are many, you know, gaps in logic throughout the entire yeah. film. I do have to say, I think them playing up how, like, she was so invested in, like, her father and she loved her father so much and, like, mm -hmm. barely gave a shit about her mom. Yeah. And then come to realize, like, oh shit, like, my dad was the fucking worst yeah and my mom was I, protecting me this yeah time. my mom was literally giving up her life and protecting me this whole time and i just brushed her off yeah. like well how often is it that teenagers are ungrateful shits and don't recognize what their parents are doing for them it's a very good point until their dad comes to try to <laughs> kidnap and maybe kill them yeah. it happens that was really like the only development in the main character was that she basically liked her mom at the end right nothing yeah. really right, yeah. changed about her personality uh speaking of characters uh, I did like to see that the guy from uh, the first rush hour, Kevin, or I'm sorry, Ken Lung, Leung, mm -hmm. sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, was in the movie. That was very cool to see. Um, and also, um, this guy needs a raise, Joaquin <laughs> de Almeida, I believe his name was. He yeah. played Javi. Basically, uh, June hired a um task rabbit was the company, right? Right. So, yeah. To uh, to go clean up, you know, air quotes the hotel that her mom was staying at so that maybe he can get some info get the videos from security cameras and they kind of build this relationship throughout the movie and um i thought his character was just so believable and i think he did a great job portraying that yeah good guy hobby um, yeah i good think it was hobby. the only redeemable thing of the movie yeah he was by far <laughs> the best character of the movie yeah. i thought warm fatherly figure at the center of it all very sweet and i think it's funny that like their situations were reversed like he yeah. was having a fallout with his son mm -hmm. she was having a i don't really know if you call it fallout with your mom but you know what i mean but their situations right. were reversed and they ended up both at the end 
It's always a happy, happy ending. ending. Except for her dad. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> Who got stabbed in the neck. I don't think he necessarily <laughs> deserved a happy ending. Um, the, the, the father? Oh, no, he didn't. He, yeah. he met his end. He deserved. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back to your point about the twists that you know it's her father the whole time or he's at least one of the bad guys the main the big bad guy is her father uh it, it's a shocking development mm -hmm. i will say but it's like you said there's no possible way that we could have seen that coming so mm -hmm. on one hand i want to give it props for you know pulling the rug out from underneath you and it being something you didn't see coming but it's also frustrating yeah, that you didn't have the it, information yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like um you know, they were just kind of really getting the best of the crowd because there's there's really nothing you could have assumed from that. Um, I don't obviously um, the audience who's listening. I don't want anybody to release any information that they don't feel comfortable with. But do you guys know anything about witness protection programs and how uh, secretive the information on the people that are being protected is? Because I feel like that information would at least be shared with the federal government, like the <laughs> FBI or somebody. Yeah, um, I said no. He was like, "Oh, the FBI would definitely." Know. I was like, "No, they're in, they're in WhatsApp. Like nobody would know." But I guess anything's possible. Yeah. I really have no idea about anything. But if you are in the witness protection program, comment yes under this video. <laughs> no, don't give away your identity. I, I feel like it, it has to be that at least some form of government knows because if something happens to you when you're in witness protection, you know somebody's got to be Liable. responsible yeah. for that information. Yeah, that's true. They can't just wipe you from the face of the earth and yeah. have no records of you. That's that's no way. In a perfect world, <laughs> nobody would know. <laughs> you guys, uh, there was one scene where, um, on the airplane, they uh, Chris favorite June yeah June <laughs> thinks that it's uh, her mom, but then she plays the video and like the person turns their face and it's a completely different lady, <laughs> and they kind of like retake yes. the scene again and does it in slow motion. You guys thought that was really funny because it was a live photo, which she didn't click on before because you have to like click on the link well it's not a link but you have to click on the live photo thing yeah. to play like the actual photo and i do have to say they did a really good job with like that their whole master plan like the father and this kevin dude switching out women Mm -hmm. And, like, going on this fake vacation, making her dress a certain way, walk a certain way. Like, basically, they just found a woman that was similar in, like, her body type. Mm -hmm. And then made her have her hair a certain way, dress a certain way, so that they can really play off that um, her mom was with Kevin this whole time. And mm -hmm. where did they go? Columbia. Columbia. When, in reality, it was some, like, random bartender that just wanted, like, an acting gig. <laughs> yeah, she thought it was all just, like, an acting yeah. thing. Um, now, now we bring that up. Those text messages that she was reading, was that from Kevin to June? Like, with, like, all the pictures of the cocktails and, like, talking about the... the mm -hmm. That's why he, he said cocktails with Bay, but then... They went to her dating profile and, and so it said that, that he never, drink. she never drinks. Yeah. So that's why he quickly had to be like mocktails. But, so that means that the boyfriend of June's mom at the time sent June that video of a person who's clearly not her mom and expected mm -hmm. her not to realize that it wasn't well, her mom. <laughs> usually people don't click on live photos and sometimes I even, I'll take a photo not realizing the live part is on, which I absolutely hate. Because there's, like, a few seconds mm -hmm. where this, it's, like, taking more of, more of, like, a video than a picture. 
but it's only like a, a second. But so still, maybe he didn't. Yeah, flaw maybe he didn't plan. realize. It's like the Death Star. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah, I really don't know. Like Kurt said, there's many gaps in this film that don't make yeah. any kind of sense. It is almost funny though how many times <laughs> there's like a twist. It's like, oh, you didn't see this coming. Oh, you didn't see this coming. <laughs> and each time it's like something bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's like, time, oh, it wasn't even your mother on the airplane. Right. The whole time I feel like they're trying to make it out like her mom was this kind of like bad person that yeah. had like a weird pass and then it turns out, bam! Yeah. The deep past was that she was protecting yeah. her from her piece of shit father. Yeah. Fuck, yeah, the uh... Fuck spouse abuse. <laughs> <laughs> The main character, June, also comes, like, she has, uh, like, revelations, like, at a certain time where she, like, realizes something to do, like, when the password was June bug for her mm -hmm. mom's email yeah. instead of June, and it's like, this is, I don't know about you guys, but that was immediately the first thought that <laughs> came to my head when, you know, she was typing in the passwords, and I guess, you know, maybe that's just, you know, because she's, like, a young teenager, maybe it wasn't the first thing that came to mind, and then the, towards the end with the Siri thing, Mm -hmm. How she thought about that, like, way afterwards when yeah. that was the first thing that came to my mind as well. It, it... I actually, I was like, wow, that's the smartest thing. <laughs> <laughs> I would have never thought to do that, to look into the camera that's and say, hey, Siri, so that my voice, it would recognize my voice through the video. I would have never thought of that. I would have been sitting <laughs> in that house till I died. <laughs> There's no way. Also, I don't, how, how far away was this house that the, the father was living in? That was the vacation house, so I'm actually not sure, but it couldn't have been too far away because I'm imagining it would they would want to live a decent distance away because they're like witness protection like, from that. Yeah. Well, it is a movie, so they I mean. said they moved from somewhere to California. I can't remember what the state was, but they moved out of one state and was moved it, to California. Was it Nevada? It might yeah, be Nevada, but um, it was close. It, this might be another, you know hole in the logic of the film because <laughs> hoping you wouldn't realize <laughs> she she was looking at the cameras on her computer and realizing oh this is like my my house from when i was a kid right. and then the father shows up at the door moments later when he's literally what like hours away by yeah. car like there's no physically no way he could have gotten there <laughs> after realizing she figured it out no i think he was already on his way there no i'm pretty sure she even says in the movie that he realized that she figured out where he was I'm almost positive there's a scene where she, she says that. I would say that I would have to watch it again, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Either way, even if it was, you know, coincidence, it seems very convenient. No, it was because she hacked into that account. Yeah. And she was messaging, and then they put two and two together. It wasn't the camera. But I do think it's creepy that he set up all those cameras and was watching next which is weird because wasn't it just him in the house so like what is well he had her mother in the the shed yeah in the tool shed out back yeah so he's probably just making sure nobody was going there like nobody yeah. would find uh, out his i don't secret. know how this guy got back on his feet because he he was in jail or prison rather for like what like 12 years and mm -hmm. he's able to get back in the same house that he was in and <laughs> just seems i don't know he did pretty well i guess mm -hmm. well i mean he did deal cocaine in the past so i'm sure he uh was able to get right back in the biz he did cocaine but he had a bunch so i'm assuming that he sold it isn't there also like 
um, like after you get out of prison, aren't you put on like probation or some kind of like supervision? I'm sure they keep an eye on you much more closely than the general public right I after you get out. I think you have to go to like a halfway house, but that's, I think that like that's only for like six months and then you're set free into the real world. That's a scary thought. Um, I also don't know because I've never been in jail, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we all uh, Whoa. share that. Same. <laughs> um, yeah, I, the character, the past couple of movies we've watched, like playing, um, there's really not that much character development, and they're not very, like, character-driven movies. We need background information. We <laughs> want to be able to, like, relate to characters and, like, feel for them for whatever they're going through. But it's hard to do when you don't know anything about these people. Yeah. Give us details. <laughs> it is kind of funny that the movie we've watched this year that had the most character development was Megan. Megan yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I will say this movie highlighted the, we, we just have way too much fucking access to each other on the yeah, internet. <laughs> I do well, I like how you said how she like was able to do more than the FBI because I always say I can do better research than the FBI. <laughs> and I think every... FBI is listening to it. Maybe, yeah. yes, I do think maybe every or most women will agree. That they will search the internet to the ends of the earth till they find out every last bit of information that they need. Okay. Especially if it's about a man that they're trying to get with. They will definitely 100%. I don't think that was the point of this movie, but I, I get what you're saying. No, yeah. but I'm saying she's a woman. She's 18. She's probably done some research on the past. And to, <laughs> you know, to her credit, she there was a lot of, um, you know, good research that she did do that. I mean, let's be real. If it was the FBI looking into it, they would have been miles ahead of her but <laughs> this is a movie obviously you got to suspend disbelief i would have been the, i would have beat the fbi i would <laughs> just saying now i'm gonna be on a list somewhere but that's all right you were already on a list <laughs> true because i've said it multiple times <laughs> on that amc a list that's for sure <laughs> um so kurt has come up with this secretive question that he has folded up here. I wasn't able to read it before we started recording. So, shocker. Let's see what it says. If I was missing, where's the first place you would look for me? <laughs> <laughs> um, I... You're going to answer it about yourself? <laughs> no, I was going to answer for you. If you Oh, no, I meant for you. Oh, yeah, I meant for you. I was missing. Where's the first place you'd look for me? You're asking if you were missing, where would I look for you? Um, My room, because I'm never going (laughs) (laughs) That's a good question. I guess uh, the first person I would call, obviously, is our sister, Sherry. And if she didn't know anything, I'd probably call Sam. Um, Because usually if you're not with Sherry, you're at... The first place you would look for me, not who you'd call (laughs) to get there. Okay, Uh, obviously in your room. Yeah, 100%. um, If I didn't find you there, uh, (laughs) maybe (laughs) maybe, maybe see if you were at the store or at one of the places downtown. My first thought was, uh, depending on the time of day, probably Dunkin'. (laughs) (laughs) Donuts. Uh, Every morning. Always in the drive-thru at Dunkin'. But if I were answering this question for you, Kurt, I would say probably a bookstore and Robert at your computer desk. Wow, on my computer desk. Or we're not missing at all. I'm at a bookstore. He's at his computer. Yeah, you're not missing. You're just doing your usual. Check the bathroom for me. I was going to say that too. I was going to say that after my room. (laughs) 
Um, as far as like redeeming qualities for this movie, it's for me at least, it's very hard to find something. Laura actually turned to me um, uh, after the movie, and she was saying how she thought I was sleeping during the movie, but I wasn't I sleeping. I, I kept was... checking because he like just his body language and like, <laughs> <laughs> like he's not into. He was in a full coma from those impossible. <laughs> oh man, I'm a big fan. Recommend, um, but no, I, I was not sleeping. I was audibly sighing every few minutes because the movie it's it's just such a slog to get through and it's it As was you can painful. Tell he likes the word slog. It's the best way that I can describe <laughs> it. it. Every single moment in the film, it just feels like it's just painful to get through. And I I had very low expectations going to this movie. I didn't have any expectations really. Had very very low. And I figured I'd walk out at least being like, okay, you know. I could live with this, but yeah. I genuinely can say if we'd never watched this movie, I wouldn't have, you know, lost anything. There, there's yeah. nothing to be gained for me <laughs> from watching this film. True. I feel the same. Well, what would you give it out of five, then? Um, I think I actually said this after the movie to you guys as well. I said if I could give it a zero, I would, but it's from one to five that we're rating it. So I'm going to give this a one out of five. Rough, I know, but in my opinion... This is, like, some of the worst kind of film. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I think the only redeeming thing I f could think of for this film was how, throughout the whole film, she, she like, didn't really like her mom. And at the end, she realized that her mom literally did so much for her. And, like, she had such a profound love for her at the end. Um, and Javi, because he was awesome. So your main point is uh like the very cliche <laughs> ending to the movie where she like loves her mom at the end and everything's all good yeah she finally like realized that her mom's mm -hmm. not a not the piece of shit everybody like, loves a feel-good ending for sure yeah um if i had to rate it one out of five i mean yeah <laughs> a one through five i probably a one one so that was a slip of the tongue if i had to rate it one out of five. <laughs> <laughs> uh i also wasn't a big fan of the movie. The performances, you know, were fine across the board. Uh, good guy Javi uh, was a standout character. I liked him. Um, it's hard to really come <laughs> up with much more than that. But I, I, I didn't hate it. I thought it was fine. Yeah. I, I never feel the need to watch it again, yeah. I think. Uh, I think we all have that. Too. Yeah. I think 2.5 for me. Shocker. Straight middle. 2.5? I didn't actively. I did, I did not even Wilder. say 2.5. I said, yeah. I, I did say 3. Kurt is always so, like. Generous. He, yeah. He, <laughs> That's a great word. Coming out of every film, he's like, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that. Like, it could be the worst fucking movie you've ever seen. He's Clearly like, fucking not. He's like, I, I really like that. So so good, and I'm like, what did we watch the same film? I don't know, but I guess that's why everyone has their own opinion. I think this this film was rough for us to judge because I don't think any one of us were the target audience for something like this. No, we're all old now, so. Like... <laughs> and even you know, trying to look at the movie for what it was going for, I still cannot get in the mindset to be like, yeah, I could see it was a good movie. Like I I can't. It's just I don't like this movie at all. 
I don't think you or any of your loved ones should ever see this movie because it will it will be painful for them. <laughs> I like am Billy going to like, We're all dumber. <laughs> be the complete opposite of what he just said. I think that even though we didn't think very highly of the film, you and your loved ones could. So go and check it out and see for her. yourselves. Also, another question for you. How far would you go to search for one of your loved ones? As far as it takes, I suppose. <laughs> I meant for the audience, not you. <laughs> you guys know. Um, next week, we're all excited. Yeah, Infinity Pool's coming out, guys. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> You're going to hate it. <laughs> they I both say I'm going to hate it. <laughs> I think she's the least excited out of the three of us for it. But um, Maybe if I like pump myself up before. <sighs> well, don't get too yeah. high of an expectation for it, because then you'll walk away with like a two- I feel I... like with, with Laura, you either get like a two or somewhere in the three range. She, she rarely, rarely gives anything higher than that. Yeah, whenever I give something a four or a four point five, I think literally both of their jaws drop to the ground because it's only <laughs> I don't happened know if I've once. Seen or you talk. give a four point five. I, I know I did recently. I think it was Glass Onion. Oh yeah, yeah Glass Onion. Which we didn't review, but that was a fantastic, it was a fantastic movie. film. If you haven't watched it, I recommend. 10 out of 10 that you should. I still think Knives Out was better, but Glass Onion was very fun. Yeah. Well, um, I think that's about it for Missing, but check us next week. We're going to be talking about Infinity Pool. That's right. Make sure to tune in on Wednesday for episode 2 of The Last of Us. We're all pretty excited for that as well. And check out our social accounts at admit3pod. That's right. Thank you guys for listening. We'll add the link so you can get them right. See you next time. Hey guys, be sure to follow us on social media. We are at Admit3Pod on YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram.